You are listening to An Ounce, Season 4, Episode 7, William the Tough Guy. You are listening to An Ounce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews so you can live life better. I'm Jim Fugate, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. This story is about a guy you've probably heard of. This version of the story focuses on some of the things you may not know about him. Can you figure out who it is before I tell you? William was born to Howard and Rosalind on May 9, 1949. Rosalind, William's mother, was an immigrant from England in the 1920s or 30s. Before William was born, William's father, Howard, moved from Nuremberg, Germany to Switzerland just before the Second World War. The family left behind a lucrative and successful textile business. Then from Switzerland, they emigrated to the United States via Cuba. In the late 1930s, Howard, now an engineer, met Rosalind. They married and settled in the Bronx and welcomed their son, William, into their home. A few months later, William's family moved again, this time to Long Island. And soon, William had a little sister. For this little family, things did not remain stress-free. In 1957, William's father and mother divorced. His father decided that people in the United States were uneducated and materialistic, so he returned to Europe. He settled in Vienna, Austria, and married a second time. In Vienna, a half-brother was born to William's now-absent father. His name was Alexander. Decades later, by the way, this half-brother became the chief musical director of the Staatstheater Vraschwig, a storied institution with over three centuries of history in music, ballet, and theater. Although both William's parents were Jewish, they were not religious. But as William grew, he regularly attended a Catholic church and was baptized in the Church of Christ in Hicksville, New York. In time, religion lost its appeal. William decided he needed to be tough enough to take care of himself in a fight. As a teenager, he became involved in Golden Gloves boxing. And he excelled in this effort. His record on the circuit was 22-1. and one. On his 24th match, he got his nose broken and decided it was time to find something else to do. His passions lay elsewhere. Unlike his father, who was formerly educated in Switzerland, William never went to college. Though he was plenty bright and his teachers described him as a strong student, he didn't graduate from high school. With his father gone, William got a job to help support his family. He was often required to work quite late, causing him to often sleep in, missing classes at school. Unfortunately, on one of these mornings, he missed a required final exam in English and ended up a bit short in the credits needed to graduate. Rather than take summer classes, William just kept working. He loved his job, and the thought of being cooped up in a classroom all summer was not at all appealing to him. Twenty-five years later, in 1992, William was finally granted the needed high school English credits. He made arrangements to submit a few essays to make up for the test that he missed, a proposal that was quickly accepted by the school, probably in part because he was so well-known by then. These essays were accepted, and he was awarded a high school diploma by his now alma mater, Hicksville High. Going back to his early years, when William was four, his mother, Rosalind, pushed him to learn piano, something she and his father both had a great talent for. 
like any four-year-old, he'd rather have been doing almost anything other than sitting on a bench practicing piano scales. But in time, he took to it and exhibited great ability. In fact, that job he was working at, the one he was working at till the wee hours of the morning, which caused him to sleep in and miss that final English exam, he was using his talent for music by playing at a piano bar. William later said during an interview that he decided to heck with it. If I'm not going to Columbia University, I'm going to Columbia Records, and you don't need a diploma over there. A healthy dose of bravado from an 18-year-old tough guy who later became known by his fans as the piano man, Billy Joel. Billy Joel had to be a tough guy to keep at his career. In the early years, he seemed to be spinning his wheels by moving from one band to another. In another case, there were disputes with a recording company who carelessly made technical mistakes on his first solo album, rendering it a commercial flop, among other things. Some of his troubles could be considered self-inflicted, such as three failed marriages, getting drunk and having a serious auto accident with his daughter in the car, and a suicide attempt. Yet, with all of that, every time the piano and the harmonica begin to play that familiar tune, the piano man, many of the older generation are transported back to their youth. Billy Joel. He got his nose broke and set aside the golden gloves. But we're glad he keeps on punching. So, here's the ounce. The tough guy, Billy Joel, with his signature song, The Piano Man, hasn't had it easy. There have been many uphill battles for him to fight, but he just keeps slugging it out. And that bullheaded persistence got him somewhere. In 1979, he won Best Song of the Year and Best Album of the Year. In 1980, Album of the Year and Best Pop Vocal Performance Male. In 1981, Best Rock Vocal Performance Male. And in 1982, the Legend Award. This tough guy, with the heart of a musician, shows us that a bit of talent, focus, and ongoing persistence are a powerful combination. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. Thank you for listening, subscribing to, and sharing an ounce. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.